0: hello my dear listeners i hope today is going amazing for you join me on my podcast as i share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn they live their dreams as they say it's up to you to make it happen Show is sponsored by Biomental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're meeting Sandeep Nath. He is the author of Renewal also a coach on transformational process uh, through our inner power. And he is also an international speaker and uh, uh, he's gonna talk about the new concept of renewalism behind the book that he wrote recently. And uh, thank you for joining us today.
1: It's an absolute delight. Thank you for that lovely introduction, Ada. Let's get on with it.
0: Yes, yeah, Yeah, I would like you to share the, uh, you know, the description behind this new concept that's called renewalism, and uh, I know you are one of the first renewalists that are following uh, the process, and we want to know what is it all about, and uh, why is it important? Wow,
1: what a lovely question to start off with, and let me tell you this, Some people hear the word renewal and renewalism and think that it's associated with some form of uh, renewal in a religious context. Mm -hmm. That is not what this is. So, in case you, uh, as a listener, as a viewer, you got that feeling, is this about something to do with Christianity or something? Uh, No. Uh, This is um, something to do with human consciousness. And it is non-sectarian, non-religious. Uh, it does not uh, subscribe to I mean, you, you, can, you can subscribe to this, whatever be your uh, belief systems. Because this has to do with our concern for where we are taking the next generation. And uh, to give you an analogy, Anna, it's like veganism is about changing our habits because we are more conscious about animal exploitation and their survival. well, renewalism is about changing our own habits, same thing, because we are more concerned about our own survival and exploitation. Okay. So that, that, that's essentially what this uh, book and this movement are about. It's, it's about how can we get into more mindful habits so that we can a enjoy the present moment where we are, and b use the present moment to do those little little things correctly, which are called habits, so that our own future and the future of our next generation and of our planet are um, sustainable. And uh, we can we can talk about what the habits are. We can talk about what uh, every individual's role can be in this process.
0: Yeah. And so whichever
1: way you like to take it.
0: Uh, it's a lot of information that everybody should be kind of like mindful of because uh like you just mentioned the analogy with veganism right so it's also the process of changing your habits into uh becoming a person who doesn't eat meat so in this case we're talking about human consciousness and how we are mindful of uh, uh you know where we're we going, and what's the next generation will be, and how healthy are we actually to kind of like um, bring you know give back to the community, to humanity, to the planet, and to make sure it's going to be sustained for the long term, you know, so we are the habitat, you know, we live here on this planet, and we have to take care of it. So what is the responsibility of individual human being, in terms of creating that place where we go and knowing that, uh, you know, I'm the one who are in charge of, you know, getting myself and helping others as well to, to, you know, Create that opportunity for the next generations to uh, kind of thrive.
1: I so absolutely love you, Anna. If <laughs> if only everybody got it as simply as that, <laughs> you're you spot on. Absolutely, that's what we're all about. That's you know I'm on a crusade against stress, as you can make out, and uh, all all of our stress arises from uh, the fact that we think that the demands imposed upon us are greater than the resources that we have. So what's the solution? The solution is either we increase our resources or we reduce the demands. And uh, that's how you move to a stress-free world. And by adopting these renewal habits, what we are doing is both. We develop our capacity, in ways that we don't even even plan for, because it's just when you get into a certain habit. Let's take, for example, uh, let's go back to the example of veganism, although renewalism does not advocate veganism necessarily. But let's just say that you had uh, a belief system that you have to have a certain amount of protein. But you change that habit, and you find that you still have the kind of protein, and your body is able to extract that From tofu or whatever, and you build your power from inside. Right? So similarly, when you when you practice certain habits, you don't even plan for it, but you build your power from inside. And that makes us much stronger society, physically and mentally, and spiritually. And when I talk about spirit, again, I don't mean it in any sort of religious context. Spirit is energy. Spirit is what builds us up so energetically. You know when we're in high spirits, we are in high energy. When we're in low spirits, we' are in low energy. So energetically, we build ourselves up. And uh, likewise, we build uh, 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 the, the demands around us they They become smaller because we we are planning our ecosystem in a way that it it is less demanding by design. I mean, who's created the ecosystem? It's us, right? Right. So we can change it.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, that's that's uh, going to be so cool to find people less stressed, working on better design systems, working on uh, sustainable, like you said, um, ways of uh, living their lives and running their businesses and managing their teams so that uh, there's no stress at all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think stress is the big factor that um, a lot of people experience, and, and they don't feel like, um, you know, enough strength within themselves to kind of like uh, go forward in their careers, life, and they feel stuck sometimes, and they feel they don't have enough energy, they're not maybe uh, feeling that well-being within themselves. And we need to reduce that stress by, uh, again, incorporating new habits in our life. So if we knew that it could be diminished or even eliminated, and if there are, you know, steps to do it, why don't you try it and see for yourself? You have to experience it to, you know, to know for sure that it will work for you. But uh, I know you, <laughs> you mentioned there are 30 habits, right? Uh, that will bring us to that magical place where we're all trying to, you know, to get there. And uh, what, uh, you can just give us examples. What are those habits? And um, so people know the idea behind it. And in more detail, they can just get your book and, and look through them each by each but know. if you just mention what are some of them and like your you know most important ones where like you think people should start from you know if they don't have any habits at all right now <laughs> where what what are the ones they should start with
1: perfect so let me preface that i i will um uh, definitely share several habits with you guys today. here, yeah? uh, But let me preface that with two things. One, often, people have this mistaken belief or uh, a thought pattern that it is difficult to change habits, right?
0: Sometimes we have that
1: do you? do you sometimes come across yeah, people who have of that?
0: Course, of yeah? course. Yeah. But it's or, in know, their you... head, they create in that story that is difficult. But is it true? No. If you think
1: about it, uh, some of the habits that you have maintained ever since the time you were two years old, you've maintained till whatever age you are. So if you're, let's say, 35 today, for the last 33 years, you've been having a bath, right? On your own. Mm-hmm. And that was a habit for me. It was uh, something that one day my mom stopped giving me a bath and then uh, from, from what I can remember of that little young age is uh, that it was related to my breakfast. Is said, you're going to get your breakfast after you have your bath on your own. <laughs> <laughs> and, and somewhere, you know, that naturally built an alignment of what I had to do physically, what I thought about it emotionally and mentally and how it drove my energy. So this body, mind, spirit, physical, mental, and uh, energetic, once that is aligned, the habit forms automatically and it stays forever. Now I knew if I if I have to get my breakfast, I have to have my bath. <laughs> right. And I still know that even though now I have the volition to uh, have my breakfast uh, uh, before my bath if I choose mm-hmm. to but but I still have a bath right and of course. same for everything else mm-hmm. so the first thing I just want to preface is it's not at all a problem to change a habit or break a habit it's just about aligning the body mind spirit and uh, there there is uh, there are many examples in your life where you'll see that happen The second thing before I get into actual uh, habits that you can do, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have any favorites, but uh, since you uh, recapped for our viewers that uh, there are 30 habits, sometimes it sounds like a very big number, you'll 30 (laughs) habits, 30 things. So uh, then it's important to understand that this book is in three sections. Mm -hmm. And there is a section on self-renewal, Which is about bringing the body, mind, and spirit in alignment. So that's what develops our inner power. That's that's the starting point. All right. Yeah. Then there is a section of another ten habits on symbiotic renewal, and that is our symbiotic relationships around us. It could be with other people, it could be with objects, it could be with the planet, it could be with the environment. So we have a symbiotic relationship with things around. Yeah. And when we come into mindful cognizance of that, what's our role in uh, that relationship? Then we, we become in charge, like you said. I love that, the way you, the way you use that word. We are our masters there, you know? And because we change something inside, things outside change. Relationships change. People change. The planet changes. And the third is the systemic renewal. So there are are habits where we look at systems, which we've designed, as I was saying a a few minutes ago, it's it's all us, right? But we've been so busy being busy that we've stopped noticing that those systems have stopped serving us. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, it took a COVID, for example, to uh, shake us up as a society and ask us whether there was a better way of uh, telecommuting or of uh, going to work or uh, of uh, schooling online or some sort of hybrid model. Now, we never thought that we ought to redesign such things. We ought to renew these practices, Mm -hmm. these systems. But when we were pushed into a corner and we had to do that in a lockdown in a matter of weeks, we were very stressed. Now, the fun thing is that even before the pandemic, this book uh, this book was actually channeled to me. It's not something I've written. It, mm-hmm. it was channeled to me by an energy form of consciousness which identified itself as Guru Pranachandra. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say on the first line on renewalism.com. Mm-hmm. I'm not the author. <laughs> it was divinely channeled. Mm-hmm. So I had actually written this book before the pandemic. And we had habits like, telecommuting, and uh, online schooling as part of systemic renewal, which if COVID hadn't happened and the book had been as uh, uh, acclaimed as it got to be, hopefully we would have driven ourselves over four or five years to do such things and redesign those systems. But we didn't have the liberty of those four or five years. We had four or five weeks to do it and we got very, very stressed doing it. But still, it's only three years since then we still can look at win-win models for a, a lot of these systemic things that need change. let me let me now that I have given that uh, mm-hmm. background. So it's not a lot of habits. It's just about how we relook at things. So let me now give you an example, something that everybody can do. Yeah. Uh, and that is you know you we are all very aware of uh, the the plastic footprint that we've left on the planet in the last 50 years, right? Yes. These nasty videos of uh, straws coming out of turtles and mm-hmm. cows, with bags and bags of plastic inside them and all that sort of stuff, ghastly. Now, while on one hand, there are these evangelists who are making biodegradable stuff and all very nice, the byline of this book is your unexpected role in saving the planet. So what could be your role? Your role could be to carry a bag wherever you go. Because we are humans and we we, we are uh, uh, prone to, <laughs> to be impulsive in our purchase behavior. <laughs> and just as we've got that habit of carrying that cell phone everywhere we go, Now, where did that habit come from? It just came suddenly, right? And suddenly everybody's got a cell phone in their pockets. Along with the cell phone, you have a bag. And every time you buy something, you've got a bag to put it in. So let's say there are 8 billion people on the planet. It would be fair to assume that about 8 million people would be buying something every day.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: So what if you're saving 8 million bags a day? Because you're just mindful of carrying one, it's a lot of bags a lot. And it's stuff like this. It's stuff as simple as this one of the one of the greatest problems that cause stress uh, in uh, human society is relationships. Mm-hmm. and uh, if if you look at the alignment of body-mind-spirit, one of the habits in self-renewal, which is of, uh, of acknowledging, not even praising, just just acknowledging what other people are doing for you with a little bit of gratitude. It changes everything because gratitude has an energy And the books and books written about this. This is just one little habit where, uh, you know, uh, uh, Guru Pranachandra through me has talked about uh, the various levels of this uh, and how it could be implemented and how it can become a habit to just be grateful because you keep reducing what your expectations are to be thankful for it. We take so many things for granted. For example, Mm -hmm. we get out of bed in the morning and we go to brush our teeth now, just suppose you did not get out of bed that morning. You could be grateful for your eyes to have opened. Right. You could be grateful to your eyes. They will serve you better. I mean, you're grateful to a waiter because they bring you a coffee. And so they they perform better, right? They get motivated. <laughs> Likewise, you your, your own eyes could get motivated. Mm-hmm. And then you turned over. It's possible you couldn't have turned over. You could be grateful to your back for having turned over. And then you actually got out of the bed, you stood on your feet. It was very possible that you turned over but you couldn't get out and you couldn't stand on your feet. So all I'm saying is, I, I'm making it so basic so that we appreciate that we can appreciate everything. Mm-hmm. And if we appreciate these little things, then we've got a hard ground to jump from and get whatever we, we think we will be uh, very grateful when we get if you don't have a hard ground to jump to that place, you never get that, and therefore you uh, find so many people are grumpy all the time because there's nothing to be thankful about. They think, yeah, so everything to be thankful about, right from the time you got out of bed and reached the bathroom to
0: mm-hmm. the wash
1: place, and brush your teeth. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got to be grateful that you still have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, so stuff like that, and uh, again, not complex, not not a not a rocket science. But something to be mindful about: that what have I been grateful for today, or in the last hour?
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: what makes it a habit. Do stuff like that.
0: Yeah, those are simple advice, but people, for some reason, just forget about doing those things on a daily basis. And uh, simple like gratitude, um, to, you know. Uh, practice either before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning just kind of like dedicate time for yourself to um, maybe reflect on what you have how you feel or just uh, being you know appreciative for what you have right now what's around you how you know you're in good health uh, for people helping you you know for good relationship with others There's so much to be grateful for and we still take things for granted, like you said, and then we just forget that, you know, this is something that, you know, we kind of been given to and we don't say thank you for it. So I think that should be something part of the daily habit for everybody. And uh, it will bring, uh, such enormous results in the end you don't think that it will you know kind of like bring you to a different place in life but only just simply doing that it will still change everything eventually so you yeah, should you like become, become the part- <laughs> yeah
1: you become a better person to be around with right
0: of course yeah you also affect other people around you so it's not just about yourself you improving your well-being as well as well-being of others who you interact with so like you said everything is energy right and we kind of by just you know being in a relationship with others we touch them in some kind of way and exchange that energy so we have to be mindful of that And it's interesting, Anna,
1: that you bring up that word just now, because uh, uh, some of our viewers, listeners might be having this thought that, yeah, I'd like to do that, but I don't have time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I think it's, it's good to mention that, you know, time and energy are like two sides of a coin. Yeah. Because everybody has the same amount of time. We know that. What, what? The problem is that we think that we can manage time. And that's a myth. Hmm. You can't manage something that is outside of you, that has been there before you were born and will remain till after you're gone. It's You have no control over that. What you can manage is what's inside of you. And what's inside is energy. So if we invest a little time In building that energy through gratitude, through uh, so many other practices that bring body, mind, spirit, and alignment, what we do is we effectively create time. We effectively get more work done per minute, per hour, because we are operating with a higher energy. And that's the secret that anybody who's successful will tell you that because everybody has the same time but it's a different level of energy that they operate. And not just that. If, for example, just taking the gratitude habit further, because you have been in this habit of acknowledging the the basic stuff for yourself, for your own (laughs) legs Mm -hmm. and your own spine, and for others, for the guy who got you the coffee and everything else, you will find that your team relationships will become so much better because people want to do that uh, extra bit for you. You're, you're a good guy to be around, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. You, will, you will get more done outside of you from people who are willingly, happily uh, pitching in. And that is uh, gonna up your productivity like crazy. Not even, not even something that you would have expected uh, as as a measurable output of uh, something as simple as being mindful of uh, saying thank you.
0: Wow! Yeah, and um, you, just that small habit will just give you a new life in the end. It's uh, just new lifestyle that you're gonna be you know working from or operating like within and that type of energy uh higher like you said uh more build up type of energy it's just a new kind of foundation now for you to not only be productive as human being but also you know have good relationship with others have a network of people who can you know, help you, who you can trust, and uh, together, we're going to evolve into, you know, uh, more sustainable future selves. Yeah, better leaders,
1: better parents, better teachers, better colleagues, all of that.
0: Wow, yeah, and I'm glad that uh, we shared all the tools and tips for others. uh, If somebody wants to learn more they could just uh, get your book i will put the you know episode description with the link and uh thank you, thank you sandeep for sharing your wisdom and thoughts with every one of us and um, i hope you enjoy your evening you you were
1: a wonderful host thank you so much Anna. i totally enjoyed this thanks a lot
0: Me too thank you bye Thank you for listening to my podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did follow my show and leave me a review i'd love to hear from you to check out intern store go to internpodcast.com stay tuned